You're listening to a podcast made the Johnsonville way. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Off the Clock, a podcast made the Johnsville way. I am one of your hosts today, Jeff Verhelst, and with me I have Jeff. I cannot believe usual. I cannot believe that you have that much of a yeah. build up yeah. before you just say so hi, everyone. Fun of me because I I'm take a big fun breath just beforehand because I like to come with the energy. I like to come with the 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 pizzazz because <laughs> apparently our music is not doing it no no so, the music the music does need some help yeah uh apparently it's not uh zesty i love it enough. i i do hope that uh the whoever whoever it was that g- gave that feedback because by the way folks if you go to the johnsonvillepodcast.com that is where everything is housed that is where we post everything um but yeah we did have someone go on there <laughs> the feedback was amazing it was like what a snooze fest <laughs> And and to be fair, honestly, we know that we've we've addressed it. We just we haven't found a solution yet. Yeah. So, so if you're out there commenting, you better bring your string guitar and your drums <laughs> and whatever musical talent you have to the studio. We love it. And and that help was us so out. good. It was really good. I I right away sent it to Jeff. I was like, <laughs> you did. Wait, you staying awake, buddy? And yeah. uh, also give a shout out to Nick Ashworth's uh, mom. Mom. Uh, who also commented on there? I said that she was my spirit animal. Uh, I forget what she said. Um, she was disappointed in her son for not liking Sheboygan hard rolls. She commented on the uh, the yeah. daily question. Yeah, that's Wait. ironic. Our guest here seems to be shaking his head too. You, you have to come on. The hard rolls are <laughs> staple. I They're know. Staple. I know. Here's the thing: it's not a bad bun. In the least or the, the it, most. It's a satisfactory bun. Absolutely. It's a very good bun. I just prefer more meat than bun. That's why you go with a double. You <laughs> live in Wisconsin. See, I, I the, the thing about it why is... Why have I not thought of this? It's just so crunchy. I don't know. Something about the texture. I know. Everybody hates that I don't like hard rolls, and that's why we brought well, up last Well, ladies time. and gentlemen, we're, we're, we're not, not for that. We're I know, not here to talk about question. hard rolls. Go back and listen to Nick Ashworth's episode. I do want to call out a couple members because... Well, there are members we know who listen religiously every week. And we do appreciate it. And we very much Quite appreciate it. However, none of them have responded <laughs> to my questions. Now, I'm hanging on by a string here, Joe. And there are certain members who we know for a fact listen every week. Some of them might be named Rhonda, perhaps. <laughs> and who... Who Rhonda, we, we love you. We have not heard from. You and are... And so a, a friend of a friend of a friend afloat. heard a little bird and they mentioned your name. And yet here we sit. So... With that being said, today's question is... Here we go. This last weekend, I was at a family function, and there was a large group of us uh, all grilling out, all having a good time. But it came to the end of the night, and it became like a, I brought something, and er, somebody else brought something, and there's a lot of leftovers, right? What do you do, right? And was so this it's a this, potluck? Yeah, it was. It was a like luck a... luck of pot? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what people call it. Um, it became the whole thing of like, I don't really want to take my stuff home. But I noticed somebody made something because I made it like I'm like, it's good. But like, can I, we have a trade? Like, yeah. Like, it, it's not that because like I know that somebody made something. I was like, that was really good. Like, I'm like, hint, hint, wink, wink. Like, at what point do you say, like, hey, can I take that home? <laughs> like, it's this game because <laughs> a lot of times when I make like a, a dish for somebody, you have you make enough for the, the 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 potluck and then you make a little bit extra for yourself. You know, let there be extras or my mom will cut like the. The little brownie bits that don't end up being great brownie squares. She'll leave those off to the side. Wow. You know, so like you have a little leftover for the fam. You know, so, so there's nice leftover at the house. Whatever won't fit in the bowl. Hmm. And then you got all the leftovers. And I like sometimes you. I'm just like, I don't want to take it home. Like I already got some at home. Yeah. I yep. made way too much, mm. you know. But then again, there's other people who have but stuff. And I'm like, I want. Yeah, I want. You're like, can I take that home? And we're family. So it's like, it's kind of okay to just be like, did you I, just take it? Did you even ask? No, I hovered. I did the whole hover thing, and I was like, "Oh man, those That's are really a good." Wisconsin thing was, to do, by the way. <laughs> I, like, I like had my empty Tupperware container, like, a, like, please, Miss, can I have some more? 
No, I got lucky. I got lucky. My my cousin came up and was like, "Hey, does anybody want any of these?" And I was like, "I will gladly take them." They were like, "Yes, yeah." There were some. It was like lemon cookies. I'd never had them, but they were really good, especially on a hot summer day. It was pretty slick. So very interesting. Yeah, I was really into it. I don't know that I can answer this one. There is no answer. I don't know. I don't hover. So you're just a runaway guy. No, he's like I'm not cleaning up. I eat as much as I can in that moment, and that's it. Yeah, so I guest. I, 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 yeah, I'm I'm with you. I, I eat in excess, and if I really, (laughs) really enjoy it, can I get the recipe and oh, the recipe? Maybe a plate to go. I like. Okay, so you do the recipe and um. That's good a call. real good take. Because it lets them know. Yeah. It lets them know you're, how much a real you're, yeah. you're really invested in And then they'll be like, well, do you just want this? Oh, okay. So you See? hope they offer, and then if not, maybe then, then you. Then you've got the then recipe. You, yeah. You're good or to you, go. Or then it gives you the invite to be like, oh, maybe I'll take one extra or something. Uh, you do that, too. I just, Mr. I, there's, there's just so much you know, going on at the end. and oh my A lot of times, too, like I don't want to clean like a dish, you know, so I just take it. That's fine. Like You bring your bad Tupperware to the thing, obviously, because... Somebody takes it home with them, you know, crying. I've been about to a potluck in a while. Like I said, we all need to re up on our potluck. Nobody etiquette. wants to invite you. So if you're out there and you want to be inviting Joe to a potluck, <laughs> or you want to be on the podcast, or you want to host a podcast, or you want to make some music for the podcast, or be any part of it at all, please reach out to us at Go. Off the Clock. You can do it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Off, off the clock at johnsonville.com ladies and gentlemen that is off the clock at johnsonville.com that's right reach out tell jeff how much you do not like his silly questions at the beginning <laughs> uh but any who's please don't hurt my heart yeah right um and then the other thing too is yeah please do jump on the website uh, it's the johnsonvillepodcast.com it's not the most flashy not the most amazing but it we we do house a lot of pictures um the websites to uh, a lot of our members and their side hustles, uh, they're all found on there. So uh, if you've been interested in, in any of the businesses that have been talked about or anything, that's all that information's on there. So, uh, But without any further ado, we are here to talk to a new guest today, uh, a nice gentleman by the name of Douglas. Um, help me out again. Gr- Grunewald. Grunewald. Man, we got it. It's perfect. All right. So Douglas Grunewald. What is your Johnsonville story? So I started out in 2020. Uh, I was a temp check person with staff, actually. So I was one of the gentlemen that was in the in the trailers saying, uh, please stand on the X. Uh, (laughs) Would you answer yes to any of these questions? No. Here you go. Have yourself a wonderful day. Uh And, you know, so uh, I did that. And then uh, that position ended up ending. Uh-huh. Um, staff brought me I was over at Riverside they brought okay. me over to here to countryside um, and uh, I literally like my first or second week here I got I got cut off by one of the gentlemen from uh, sanitation they're like well you're you're big we could use <laughs> we could use a big guy here let me let me introduce you to my boss and my boss came over and grabbed my ID he's like all right asked me a couple questions he's like uh, I want you to go here and fill out an application okay sure and then I had an interview, and they hired me right there. Holy smokes. So I got hired at, um, through uh, from staff. I hired on to Johnsonville that January of 2021. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, and I've been at Countryside ever since, uh, Third Shift Sanitation. Um, about six or seven months in, I had a couple people just kind of gravitating towards me, and they're like, you oh, know, you should be a lead. I'm like, yeah, nah, nobody wants that. Huh. And then uh, one person went straight to our, our 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 head lead and said, you know, he's really good. You should you should do this. And they came to me and thought about it. So I thought about it for a little bit. There was a spot open. I applied, and now I'm an assistant team lead, and I have been since uh, uh, yeah last year. So heck uh, of a story. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, just uh, believe it or not, there wasn't something. Uh, there was there's something about the job that I that I really really enjoy. It's it's taking something that's absolutely dirty as all get out uh-huh. and making it look you know as close to brand new as you can, and it's that it's rewarding. Sure, sure. Um, you get a physical workout. I dropped probably sixty pounds my first year. Okay. Well, yeah. So uh, I've heard sanitation will do that. I, okay. It's a very physical job, mm-hmm. but. 
if you have the right mindset and you get in the right mindset, uh, it's very rewarding. Yeah. So and you, you prefer third shift? I mean, that's kind of what your MO has been? Or? Third shift has worked out best for my other job as well. So. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Perfect. Uh, I, you know, and I do have one more question for you, but before we get there, uh, I have not seen you without your mask, so I did not recognize you, but you have tempt my forehead more times than any other <laughs> human really being funny. over over at river. over riverside yep, yeah yep. absolutely yeah, so, i was in the bottom one yeah yeah, yep, yeah. Yep. that's all <laughs> i was like wait a minute so this funny. guy so this funny. is the guy <laughs> <laughs> i was like when you weren't there i was i was disappointed <laughs> I, like, I, I don't know how to do you just didn't myself. hold this the gun quite right yeah you know, right the, exactly the, well, we yeah, only had a gun for a very brief period of time. After oh, there that, was it was camera. Like, yeah, there was the oh, camera yeah. set up. But yeah. I was so you know, long ago. I was, <laughs> yeah. it was so not long ago. I know. I'm blacking it all out. I don't <laughs> want to be any part of it. But you <laughs> were the kind of guy where I was like, you know, some temp checkers, you're like, all right, yeah, whatever. I was like, I better get this right. Uh, uh, this this cannot go wrong. Doug does have a certain bouncer quality to him. Like, Done I, it you before. Don't get to go, yeah, yeah, you don't get to come in, buddy. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, so I never saw you without a mask. Yeah. So uh, uh, it's great to meet you again for the first time. We've been talking for like an hour. And Joe, I know. Joe finally puts it all together. Oh uh, well. Anyways, what would you say is your? You got a real face to remember, yeah. but yeah. Well, yeah, when half of it's covered. Oh man, that's uh, how Batman got away with it. People are like, "Oh yeah, you can see of his face." Like, no, <laughs> it worked during the COVID. What would you say is your favorite part about working at Johnsonville? You know, uh, I don't have just one. You know, I, I I I enjoy most of our team together. You know we banter quite a bit you know there's guys that we get to chirp back and forth and we have fun doing that so i enjoy the camaraderie i i i believe it or not even though it's physically draining i enjoy the work because mm-hmm. um, yeah you're you're up and down stairs you're i mean it's physical you know mm-hmm. so i enjoy that aspect but like i said before i i enjoy taking something that's you know we call it trash, but it's not trash. No, but, you no, know, no. Yep. completely super messy would be a better way to put it mm-hmm. and making it look clean again. Sure. And and, and I, I enjoy that, taking something from one thing and make it the other. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's kind of kind of all, all of the above. Uh, uh, I enjoy the people I work with. I enjoy who, who's on our team. You know, so I enjoy all of that. Douglas? Thank you so much for your on-the-clock story. Now let's switch to the old off-the-clock story. So uh, you reached out to me a while ago, as a matter of fact, Um, and uh, it just has not worked out yet, but we're now sitting in a room together, and uh, you have a very interesting, in in my eyes, a very interesting story. So uh, I don't know that I can head it off the best. I will let you take over from here. you are a uh, firearm safety instructor. Yes. Right? Yeah. Perfect. So how on earth do we get started on being a firearm instructor, uh, safety instructor? It uh, boils down to a long time ago. I had a few choices to make. I, I was in law enforcement. Okay. Uh, I drove armored car for about a decade. Really? Really? Yes. Like, Stuff we didn't talk about before. I, <laughs> so, I, I, I didn't drop that one on it. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, so no, I did like that. Like for a bank or something? Or? No, for an armored car company. So basically we pick up the money and we deliver it to the banks. I feel like there's a lot of there's stories like a, here. Oh, there's there's a that that could be a completely <laughs> stories from on the road it's an off as the, an armored car off driver. The, off the clock. Okay, yeah, got yeah, it, that, got it. That's a that's a completely different one, but okay. uh yeah, so I did that for for a while. How uh-huh. did you get into that? Uh, I know we're going into other things, but that's, that's fine. Uh, that's a I'm, rich question. Uh-huh. I went from security and I said nah, I wanted a better paying job and sure. I'm like, all right, uh, I was no longer in law enforcement, so I was like, well, I could do this. That seems like it'd be a fun job. And I called up one of the first places that I was hiring, and it was down in Milwaukee, so I had to drive to Milwaukee daily. Oh, okay. Uh, but I got one of my coworkers that I worked with at the security agency to come work there with me, so I had a carpool. Share. Gotcha. Got it. Smart. But he was also somebody that I trusted with my with my back and, and mm. knew that, you know, I had his. So we were just 
really good really good friends um you know and really good partners so um i did that for quite a while and overall that was a positive experience you, uh, you yeah i mean yeah. i i worked for four different armored car companies okay two of them were by choice okay, okay. Meaning one company, really, really great. We were awesome. Then all of a sudden, boom, we get bought out. Um, oh, that that's way. tough. Mm. Uh, all right. Oh, new rules. Oh, I can't have facial hair. Why? Oh, it's, sure. It's, this isn't food. We're not getting it in food or anything. That guy's quite the exquisite beard. So uh, for those of you who can't see it. <laughs> it's well it, Yeah, it's well. It's really it put together. Yeah. Uh, I, I try to look pretty for as, my wife. <laughs> yeah. As one bearded man to another, it looks good. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Um, but, uh, yeah, so uh, – uh, when that happened, me and my partner we went and moved to another company, which was they were kind of more of a mom and pop, mm. which I really really liked. But they were big enough and had the contracts enough that were kept everybody busy, mm. and I really enjoyed working for them. And then when we got bought out there, I left with a couple people to go work ATMs and fix ATMs. Mm. And oh wow, yeah, I did that for a little bit. And then um, while I was doing that. Um, wanted a little side hustle a little i've always had two jobs i've always worked really really hard and mm -hmm. tried to keep busy you know mm -hmm. a little side cash for a little you know golf clubs things like that yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. um Very and dream we get yeah it. <laughs> yeah so i started uh i applied at gander mountain okay uh, and i was working the hunting counter perfect um so if you came in looking for you know deer bait or or different things like that i was I'm like all right it's gonna be an aisle five let me uh, walk you on over there <laughs> like oh so got it in you. Yeah. yeah wow yeah, yeah. I, I feel like i'm ready <laughs> to go let's go didn't even practice yep. uh <laughs> and then uh you know so i uh, that part got me into uh selling firearms and, and talking about firearms um which you obviously have previous experience with yeah, uh, ca know. carrying daily. Yeah. I so carrying professionally. I've carried professionally for about eighteen years now. Okay, uh, through law enforcement, security, armor car, all that other fun stuff. So mm -hmm. I, I've, I've, when You're I educated. don't, when I don't yeah. have one on my hip, it feels weird, it feels That's awkward. Fair. But again, it that was part of the job. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, um, th that led me into working for a company that made. Uh, aftermarket parts for okay. for stuff and unfortunately after the election 2016 nobody was looking for those parts sure. so um there was a range opening up nearby mm -hmm. and i applied uh for sales i got hired yeah. uh right away i was uh, their first full-time employee um cool. and i helped run um, aspects of sales, you know, what to buy, what should we get as far as accessories and things like that. And what happened was uh, one night our director of training said, hey, I need help. This is a relatively large class of ladies coming in. It was ladies only because mm -hmm. a lot of times they, you know, they don't have a lot of aspect or they don't want to come in with other men, different things like that. So sure. I helped out with that class. And these ladies were nervous. Uh, most of them have never seen one in person, or if they have, they're really, really fearful of it. And that's absolutely 100%. You should respect it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so they had never held one even, okay. and now we're going to get them to shoot. Sure. Um, so we give them a brief period of training, teach them how to hold it correctly, teach them how to stand, um, breathe, because let's face it, a lot of them get in <gasps> You know, that's what so happens when Jeff starts a podcast. <laughs> that was literally like a spot on impression. It was pretty, impress pretty impressive. <laughs> I hate you all. <laughs> but um, so these ladies nervous, shaking the whole time. Sure, and sure. Then you know, after the first five minutes, they start shooting off my bullseyes, and they leave floating out the door. And I was like, I had a hand in doing that. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, I want to do that again. Uh -huh. That made me feel. I I got something out of it. So that sent me down a rabbit hole of starting to obtain different certifications. Um, rifle, shotgun. I did that uh, to be able to teach some of the youth at my church okay. uh, through a Royal Ranger program. Hmm. So I I got that that um, I'm certified CCW instructor. Okay. Um, and that opens me up to a lot of other different things as well. Um, the main thing I teach is our, our intro to pistol classes, and I've been doing that now for five and a half years. 
Wow. So what you you mentioned a couple different certifications, but I mean, like, what are they actually that you? So I'm certified uh, intro to rifle, intro to shotgun, okay, um, and concealed carry. Okay. Um, I'm working on a couple others that will be uh, a little bit more advanced. Like, sure. So depending on where you get your certifications, there's basically two different. There's the N- NRA, there's the USCCA, which has become a really big company sure, now. Sure, sure. Um, I've, I've trained with both. Um, what we've done at the range where I work, uh, we've boiled down some of the things. Because let's face it, I could, I could teach you all. It's an eight-hour class. You're not going to sit through an eight-hour class. <laughs> And it's very, very dull. All right, everybody, class, look at the PowerPoint. And uh, and, uh, and nobody learns from sitting there. So we kind of chop some of that up, and we teach it our way. Okay. Because you're going to learn from doing. Mm -hmm. Um, No one learns from standing. No one learns 100% from standing and watching somebody point at a board for for eight Mm. hours. They just don't. Sure. Um, What we've seen as far as people walking through the door – not doing things correctly on the range. And and when I mean by that, I mean, you know, they're, they're not standing correctly mm. uh, or they're not holding the gun correctly. And you're like, mm, it's a little dangerous. How about you hold it this way? Sure, sure. You know, I, uh, we're very, very different range than a lot of different places. Okay. And what I mean by that is I've been to a lot of different indoor ranges. And more often than not, if the kid looks up from his phone at the gun counter or, or at the at the pay counter, mm. like, all right, go to lane five. <laughs> Yeah. Cool. Where's lane five? It's over there. Yeah. Yeah, they, they don't. They don't really pay attention. Sure. We're not that type of range. Okay. We want people to be safe. My number one priority is safety. Mm-hmm. Making sure you go home with the same amount of holes you came with. <laughs> sure. Yeah. No less. Sure. No more. Right. Right. No less would be a little weird, but <laughs> <laughs> Jeff's trying to compute over there. He's trying to figure that out. <laughs> I got jokes. I make this dad jokes no, all the no. time. Um, I appreciate it. <laughs> when 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 I when I teach my class because let's let's face it it's a very heavy topic. Mm-hmm. Um and and everybody in my class I have a large number of absolutely brand new gun owners. Okay. And they are they're coming there because they want to feel more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll never ever come to the range again, but they want to have some information and that's why they come. Mm-hmm. They want to be educated on all right. How do I hold this property? How do I, how do I clean this property? Mm-hmm. Different things yeah, like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, how do I maintain? How do how should I properly secure it? How should I properly care for it? Mm-hmm. YouTube's great, but let's face it. I've seen a lot of different YouTube videos, and not everybody on YouTube is awesome. All sure, right, sure, that sure. goes without yeah. saying. Yeah, there's a hundred different ways and a hundred different videos, and twenty of them are just you know. All right, yeah, I won't trust that guy. Yeah. That kind of thing. Sure. Um, So I I try to keep it light in my classes. I crack a lot of jokes. you got to laugh at my jokes, otherwise you're going to fail. (laughs) Nobody's ever failed. (laughs) Everybody laughs at my jokes. So That's how you lose a hole. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yeah? (laughs) Jeff? (laughs) I'll be honest with you. I I said that. I'll explain that joke to you later. (laughs) I don't think you're understanding what he's saying. I said that joke backwards, actually. I said, you know, no more, no less. No less would be a little weird. That's okay. normally the way I say yeah. that. But. I don't think. Joe's on one today. I'm I'm just really excited to be I here. Clearly, That's all. Clearly. Uh, yeah, go ahead, Joe. No, I was going to ask. So I know you, you talked about earlier, like, the very first class, you got, like, a really big high from it and whatnot. But, um, like, what do you think is, like, the most important part of, like, what makes going to these safety classes beneficial? I know you kind of mentioned a couple of different things, but like if, if I was going to go to one of these classes and you instruct me, like what can I expect to, to learn in that, in that class? So you're going to have a real good understanding more so than what you already have. So proper grip, um, proper stance, sight alignment, trigger control. Those are things that most people don't do correctly. And you can tell that, uh, you know, proficiency comes from understanding the basics. And that's, that's outlined in everything. It, you will become way more proficient when you start to understand, all right, because I'm holding it this way, I'm, I'm hitting low left. Or because I'm holding it this way. Or because I'm standing that way. 
mm-hmm. hmm. I'm not going to be as accurate because my shoulders could be twisted. Therefore, once every time I fire, the recoil puts me off to one side, different yep. things like that. That's things that a lot of people don't take into account because let's face it, the way you see everybody on TV standing. I was just gonna say, let's, yeah. let's be honest. John Wick looks super, say, he's, he's, super bad he's doing what he's trainer. doing. He killed all those guys. What are we Jeez. talking about? <laughs> oh but, but yeah, in, in, and in actuality, yes, he's shooting everybody from four feet. He better not miss. <laughs> let's be honest. All right. Now you're talking about seven yards. That's 21 feet. Mm-hmm. You got to stand a certain way if you're going to hit that, sure. you know, different things like that. Mm-hmm. So, there's a there's a certain aspect to to learning and i teach people who have never never held a gun before all the way to people i've been shooting and and hunting for 30 years everybody that takes that class comes out learning something um probably one of my most rewarding um i had a young lady she was attending a local college she was already hired by a local police department mm-hmm. And she needed to be able to pass her qualifier at the college in oh, order in order to yeah. be yeah. And um, God bless her, I, I she couldn't hit water if she was standing <laughs> in a boat. Oh no! She aiming at the top target and is hitting below the bottom target, and that's about two and a half feet worth of distance. Okay. Now, if you're a roofer and you miss and you're off by two feet, you're gonna get fired. <laughs> all right. Yeah, yeah. Same thing. Um, she realized this. She wanted to take lessons. Mm. Came to me, took private lessons. Mm. And she's very, very dedicated to it. She knew she had to put in the work. And, like, I was joking around with her one day. I'm like, all right, you pull the next shot down. I'm like, you're going to have to do five push-ups. And she shot, missed it, pulled the shot down. She put the gun down on the deck, got down. I'm like, no, no, stop <laughs> stop doing that. <laughs> There's other people on the range, and yeah. she's doing push-ups. I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Hi, how's it going? Yeah. But she got down and she did the push-ups. Mm-hmm. But by the time she was done, no one else missed. <laughs> they didn't want to do push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> like, make straighten up, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> push-ups around here. By the, by, probably about the sixth lesson, uh, she was absolutely proficient mm-hmm. and really, really did a good job. She came back a year later and gave me the best compliment I've ever had. She said, "If it wasn't for you." I wouldn't be an officer. Mm. She's like, you took the time, you taught me correctly, and everything you taught me. She still comes and sees me once a year, just to kind of, as she calls it, resharpen the blade. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and you know, I give her a couple of different drills because the one thing about this journey is always, always seeking more information. Sure. Never stop learning. And you can do that with anything in life, whether it's, you know, golf or, or whatever. I have a lot of different other interests, but... I always try to maintain and try to learn something different. So if it's not a new technique from this or it's new something here, a different drill, mm-hmm. something along that lines, just to keep me proficient. Because at the end of the day, shooting is a is a perishable skill. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, so it's not like riding a bike and then I'm like, oh, I remember how to do this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, unless you have a very set plan, mm-hmm. you're gonna go away a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in terms of your own personal growth, um, when it comes to these certifications and things, do you ever have to re-up on those? Uh, yeah, on, on some of them you do. Okay. Uh, some of them are every two or every four years. Okay. So um, uh, when I got certified uh, as a CCW instructor, there's a shooting qualification that you have to pass. Okay. So that was a two-day course, um, and you had to shoot a qualification at 8, 12, 24, and 60 feet and you have with to get a handgun? with a handgun and you have to get all your shots within a nine inch oval oh my. and you're allowed x amount of misses sure so i i was with a bunch of guys and i saw the saw so i'm also a gear guy i'm like i said i'm sales <laughs> i see these guys rolling in with these big cases and i'm like just with my small little range bag and i'm like all right <laughs> and i see these guys they're pulling out modded out this and modded out that and i'm like Wow, that's that's a six hundred dollar gun you took to twenty two hundred dollars. All right, and then uh, we're talking. Every a bunch of us are all talking afterwards, and my shooting partner is like, "Oh man, I only missed five. I'm like, hey, good for you, you passed. All right, how many did you miss? None. 
well, where are you shooting? A stock of it. <laughs> it was like, it, it comes down to, you know, some of those people. And, and I'm, most everybody passed. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But all of them could have passed by not missing any if they were doing this, that, or the other. Yeah. You know, so down the road, their job is instructing in that, that that particular class wasn't necessarily how to shoot, but it was talking about, you know, concealed carry, different things like that. Sure, so sure. Um, I offered up some, ex, you know, some advice to, to my shooting partner that day and said, you know, might want to try this. And, oh, but my gun's, yeah, all right, good for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got to correct that for me. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I have to train myself, just buy another mod. You know? Yeah, yeah. Now, when you, I'm curious, when you guys do like uh, shotgun and rifle target, is that all stand up then too? When yeah. You sh- okay. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Just because I, I was thinking about it, I'm like, like if you're gonna go, let's say deer hunting or whatever, you're right. standing up when you're shooting most of the time, right? Well, Even in a stand. No, well, stand uh, up? you're sitting. You you got prone position. You have. But how often you know, do you? But uh, like in real in a real situation, do you have a prone? I mean, if, if I'm in a deer stand, then you're standing I'm typically up? no, I'm. Oh, you're on it. Okay. I'm sitting, and I okay. I've usually have. You know, so if a bow, then you normally stand up. So. Bow, I'll stand. Okay. Yep. So yep. Yeah. Okay. Right. Just class. I'm clarifying yeah, in my head how do. it all works. Yeah. So tell. so, a lot of times, um, with being an indoor range, yep. prones strictly out. And trust me, you don't want to lay on the floor in a range. Oh no no <laughs> I I'm not saying. But yeah. from from the bench you. We we can do seated, okay. Um, and a lot of guys will come in when they're just you know trying to dial in their scopes oh, and different yeah. things like okay, that. That's cool. Yeah, we'll 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 hop up a ballistic calculator and try to figure out, you know, all right, what ammo you're using, uh, where your drop is going to be, so yeah. where you should be aiming. So if you're oh, that's cool. this okay. cal this caliber at this distance, you should be aiming an inch and a half above because the drop at a hundred yards is going to be where mm-hmm. it's at. So we're we're a full service range like that. You and know, how far does your range go out to? We're tw- we're twenty five yards. Twenty five yards. Okay. Yeah. Well, so um, so with a rifle, there there. Oh yeah, absolutely. Really. So the steel in our range is is rated to take up to uh, a fifty BMG, and we've done it. Wow. <laughs> Who got to shoot Did that? Don't, get, don't get me wrong. <laughs> yeah, uh, there was a guy that came in. There was a, so the owner. I love I love I love him to death. Uh, He's always like, yeah, we're ready to take a 50 BMG, but we're not going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> and then the guy came in one day. He's like, I've got a Barrett. I want to be able to shoot it. And I'm like, and I, I just came in from a from hey, from, from a private lesson. <laughs> we need you to come up front here. <laughs> I just came back from a private lesson. And all of a sudden, they're like, yeah, this guy's got a 50 BMG. Yeah, you can shoot it. Boss man approved it. All right. Well, I'm going to watch and see how <laughs> yeah, this goes. Yeah. So he shot once, and that's all he wanted to do. And then he's like, hey, you want to let the owner shoot? Well, I'll go get him. Of course, he's gonna want to shoot. Yeah. Owner, phew, dead nuts, not top notch shot. And we're like, all right, we're all standing around, and I mean the percussion off of this. This oh, is an I indoor can't Imagine, my I gosh! Can't. And I was oh. like, oh, how many bolts and screws <laughs> am I gonna have to go downrange and and tighten up again? Right? But the yeah. whole place is shaking. And then he turns around. You want to shoot it? Uh, that, <laughs> yeah. Don't tempt me with a good time. Yeah, let's do this. And so he let like. Pretty much everybody working that day shoot one shot, and I was like, "All right, that was six bucks right there." I was just gonna <laughs> say, "Yeah, yeah, I need a tenner off of everybody for the ammo for the yeah. one shot." But you know, he went he went a to just get rounds through his firearm, and you know, some guys are like that. You know, they're uh, it's the one thing I it's a community for one. Mm-hmm. Uh, being a being a gun owner, it's a community. There's a lot of really good people in that community. Sure. I've seen guys that have been in there just that you know that come in to shoot. And they realize they got a, a relatively new shooter next door. Like, uh, I've seen it happen a number of times. They're like, oh, this is my daughter. This is her first time. He's like, oh, well, bring her on over. She can shoot this. She can shoot this. And they'll, they'll just let her shoot whatever. They, they don't care. Hmm. Because, A, they're trying to grow the sport, mm-hmm. um, take away some of the stigmas, because there's many stigmas that sure. come with, with, with firearms. Sure. Um, and, and just trying to have that goodwill towards others. Yeah. I... The first time I went to a three-gun competition, I was competing. Okay. I was going to bring a friend. He canceled on me. I was going to bring my brother. He canceled on me. And I'm like, if I don't go, I'm never going to go. So I just showed up and threw up a flag, said, I'm new. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what I'm doing. 
oh, come on over here. You can be in our group. You, you follow me and blah, blah, blah. And these guys are like, all right, so what you want to do is you want to make sure do, 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 and knock out down this target and blah, blah, blah. I was like, wow. So I started competing. Yeah. So I did live action pistol, and then I also did three-gun competitions where with those, uh, it's a competitive thing. It's timed and scored on how, how you shoot on the target. And you go from rifle to shotgun to pistol or in some sort of order mm-hmm. from pistol to shotgun, pistol to rifle, different things like that. Um, but when I was there, I mean, every single person there was, oh, hey, I've never seen you before. You knew? Oh, cool. All right. Well, hey, you know what? You know, you might want to get you might want to bring a gun buggy. What's a gun buggy? And you see a modded out stroller. With, <laughs> and you're laughing. I'm serious. It's a stroller, where they took ATV mounts for your for your firearms. Oh yeah, and mounted them on the side so they have their range bags sitting on 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 the seat. Mm-hmm. Their guns are seated seated in there. They have chamber flags. So again, very safety oriented. Yeah, Everything yeah, yeah, is yeah. safety oriented sure, when you sure. go to something like these. Oh yeah. And then you know you got your drink cup for your water, mm-hmm. and then you just. Wheel off wheel to the next section. <laughs> and a bunch of guys at Target are guys. So, going well, well, there's five different stages in this one place. It's yeah. strewn out. And like, I remember that day, I didn't have a gun buggy. Yeah. Oh, and my last day. stage was all the way furthest out, and we had to walk all the way back. So it was a half a mile trek with yeah. 70, 80 pounds on my back. And I'm like, by the time I got done, I gassed and I was. I drank like three bottles of water like, you're like that. Amazoning, yeah. you're like, yeah, uh, I'm gonna need the buggy right yeah. to the house. My lovely wife <laughs> got me an amazing, amazing Jeep stroller. Oh wow! Hey, yeah, for, for, big for, over yeah, for for Christmas one year with nice. with the mounts. So I'm all, I'm all squared away and ready nice. to go again. Dang. Just like one of them other the big boys right there. Yeah. yeah, I know a friend of mine does the uh, the long distance uh, competition. And so he's got to go like precision rifle, like a hundred or two hundred yards. So like he he has a, he has a hard time finding ranges that'll be that long. There, so he goes up into uh, BLM land or private or um, uh, state land, uh, federal land, yeah, whatever, yeah. Mm-hmm. and just finds some place where it's kind of all set up and he shoots. And it's crazy, like yeah. how much precision there is in that far of a shot. Well, like and people shoot for a thousand yards. Yeah, and well, and that's become in the probably in the last four or five years, that's become a really um, hot new thing is precision mm-hmm. long range uh, shooting where, yeah, there you're taking you'll you're, you'll you'll have a stage that uh, you'll shoot 12 rounds and try to do it two minutes and you have to fire distances of six, eight and a thousand okay. depending on depending on where you're shooting that. Cross country, sure. it's a lot, lot different. Yeah, I know but he, he was trying to like rank points, and then you get the best, and then you go to state or finals, and yep. all that. It was really interesting. Wow. Yep. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, setups and different things like that. And around here, there's not a lot of long range places at all, um, mm-hmm. outdoor. Um, yeah. So that we, that's always we actually talked about going camping out. So yeah, you, well, so you, we, you we go, go out west, and there's well, no, just up in the, up in the oh, Nicolet National, yeah, yeah, and then okay. we go camp off the like off a logging road. Mm-hmm. Then he could go hike out in the morning and do that, and then yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, that's kind of a neat idea. Like he's like, yeah, you got to find places. So. Huh. But yeah, no, he was really into it. He's like, he loves it. Like, yeah. it, like he'll wake up super early, drive up there, and shoot a couple, you know, however many, and then come right back. Like mm-hmm. he loves it. Well, and I mean, it's a it's a, it's a sport, nevertheless. I mean, it's it's not just everybody thinks it's this, but I mean, there's a lot of things that go into it. There's the breathing aspect, the how you're holding, yep. different things like that, and and there's just something about trying to be able to you know hit that same hole every time or something yep. along that lines. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're talking that distance, you know, putting a shot on paper from. 800 yards it's not as easy as everybody no, thinks no, i mean that's like no. impressive like yes. it's really impressive when you see some of that stuff i mean well a minor adjustment that you, happens with your shoulder if you tighten up or something that makes huge difference yeah, yeah. way down oh yeah down range yeah, yeah. huh no, that's yeah it, it's very interesting so like for me when i started hunting all my concentration was on the firearm and like am i doing this right then i started bow hunting <laughs> and that was a whole nother whole different wax, yeah, whole you different know. Animal. And so for me trying to, and now bow hunting has actually helped in my, my rifle usage as well, because j- again, any adjust because you're using, you know, 
now your whole body almost much more yeah it's it's very interesting so like it when i'm rifle hunting now too i'm way more cognizant of like you know even just tightening up a little bit on this that or the other thing anywhere on my body and it's like nope that's gonna translate mm-hmm. into what's happening well and that's what i was asking before too like are you so when standing and sitting doing rifle like that is do a lot of guys come by and say like Hey, I'm, I missed a you know a big buck the other day. Something's wrong here, and all the time. Really, that's <laughs> awesome. all the time. Uh, scope uh, turns out my scope rings were off, and uh, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, uh, you're missing four screws. You're it's being held in by one. You're lucky you didn't lose your scope. I, you know, here's the yeah. thing: it is uh, a lot of a lot of the other uh, a lot of the other stores around. Um, I'm not going to name names. Not a lot of the box stores will call them. Um, you know, they just want to sell you something. Sure. Yeah. They're in it for the sell. They're not in it for you. You know, so if you come to me and say, all right, I'm looking for a scope. All right, what are we using it for? Mm-hmm. Are we using it for this? Is it for hunting? It, what are the distances? I do the same thing with firearms. What are we using it for? Mm-hmm. Is this going to be for protection, home protection, coming to the range, having a little fun, mixture of both? But we're looking to find out what's going to fit you, mm-hmm. not just what can I sell you. Sure, I, I I I'm not that person that when I worked at when I worked at Gander Mountain, that was the one thing I hated. Hey, do you have a Gander cart? I hated that. <laughs> I got yelled at a lot because I would sit and talk with my customers for a very long period of time. Yeah, Sometimes sure. I'd sh- talk with them for forty five minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you're wasting time. You could have sold blah blah blah. <laughs> Yeah, but I made a customer who's going to come back and buy more from me because I treated them a certain way. Mm -hmm. And now... And they're probably going to be safer with what they have. Absolutely. And now I have a lot of those customers that have... Not only are they repeat customers, but they followed me to where I work now. And they they come all the time. Mm -hmm. So they've become friends. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of my customers that actually have my, my personal number. <laughs> they hit me up. Hey, yeah. hey yeah, yeah. we're having a barbecue. You want to come over? <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. Is your lovely wife going to be there? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. She makes the best cupcakes. <laughs> nice. So, uh, yeah. I, I, That's I, a hover right I, there. I, yeah. Is, yeah. Is, yeah. Any more of them cupcakes? cupcakes? I'm, I'm only coming for the cupcakes. Uh, recipe. <laughs> I like the recipe. Yeah. The recipe. yeah. So there's a lot of, a lot of that, that that goes into it, but finding what's going to work for the customer that's really where i'm at mm-hmm. i could sit and talk all day uh, regarding anything whether it's you know the firearm um whether they're accessories um the pandemic let's face it a lot of people during the pandemic were feeling unsafe mm-hmm. so we were selling quite a bit and the first thing that we mentioned to them all right you bought a gun Good for you. All right. Now let's learn. Yeah, yeah. Let's mm-hmm. let's learn how to handle it properly. Let's learn how to secure it properly. Mm-hmm. You've got kids. Awesome. Great. Let's secure it, but let's also talk to them about it. Mm. Don't let it. Um, one of the things I tend to talk to people about, and again, touchy subject, but you want to introduce your kids to it. Not saying just, here you go, figure it out, and let play around not. with it. No, yeah. you don't want it to be a mystery for them. Mm-hmm. You want to explain to them that this is dangerous, mm-hmm. but that if you see something like that, you should always you know, come find an adult and let yeah. them know different things like that so that it's not a mystery so that they go out seeking. Or they're so curious by it, they want to touch it, and they want to they want to do something with it because yeah. yep. they've never seen one. And yep. or. or what does it look like? Or they're you know so fascinated by it. They, they their brain starts. Or, or they they know you have it. So they let, let's face it. I always went looking for my Christmas gifts. I I, <laughs> sure. I knew they were hidden somewhere. So I always went looking for them. Yeah. Right. All right. So you don't want that to happen. Right. Mm-hmm. You want them to know. All right. This is locked. It stays locked. Mm-hmm. It's here. Yep. Yep. If you see it anywhere else, you should come and get an adult. Um, my son had a little airsoft gun, sure. and he had taken apart and it was just the the bottom frame and my daughter found it oh okay. stop what she doing came yelling cording off the area <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> private she brought Security. mom to it yeah. Yeah. yeah and then dad to it i'm like oh 
Good job, baby oh, girl. Yeah, yeah, Excellent. Yeah. Now we're going to go get ice cream. Look at you. <laughs> and, I, and we went and got ice cream because she did exactly what yeah. I had taught her and told her to do. Mm-hmm. Get an adult. You see something like that, find an adult. Be safe. You want to have safe stuff. Mm-hmm. And then my son, you know, I had a very strong talk with him. I know it's a, just an airsoft gun, but it's still still considered a firearm. Absolutely. Yeah. We yeah. want to be safe about things like that. So I follow um, a, a hunting group called Meat Eater. And okay. It's very popular. A lot of people know about it. But Steve Ranella, who basically started all of it, he recently wrote a, a chill. It's not really a children's book. It's a, it's a parent book for how to get the kids out in nature. And it goes through a couple of, you know, like gardening to hiking to just looking at the stars, you know. But then, of course, it goes into hunting. And he had a whole chapter on firearms in general. And the, he just he called it a tool. Uh, and that this tool, dad uses this tool to harvest an animal, mm-hmm. you know. And, and he went into how he explains it to his kids. And it was very much the same way that you're explaining it there. Yep. So I, I found it to be extremely interesting to, to listen to that breakdown of it you know typically when i'm teaching uh depending on depending on the class more often than not but yeah that that is the one thing i i refer to the firearm as a tool Mm because it is a tool Mm -hmm. it's a tool for safety sure um a lot of people look at it as a life taking device Mm -hmm. but it's a life-saving device too it can be used in that aspect i want it to be Something that if, if if you're going to have something like that, that you learn right. everything you can about it. And don't stop learning. As you should. Yeah. Um, it, is, it is something that, you know, I feel has been, I don't want to say demonized but it's been given a bad rap yeah but i mean we've had we've had these things in our in our in our country for many many years mm-hmm. and it's it's only up until now that it's been, you know, obviously there's all the bad things we see in the news, yes. But mm-hmm. there's the things that we don't see in the news where it was used to protect a family that was being overrun or something along that lines. And I don't like to get in that way, but it is a, a defensive thing for me. For me, I, I tend to teach in that way. So that's where, where you said it's a tool. It's a tool for many different uses, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I have a lot of people that will come in when they're looking at at different things, and they'll 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 spout statistics that are, are completely skewed. And I'm like, I I don't want to talk about that. What I want to talk about is why you're here, sure. And let's get you let's get you the the proper the proper information, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I I try to keep politics as far as sure far as I can from the, from that area because everybody's got their own idea, and I'm and and that's fine. I don't. I don't try to tread on anybody. And the other thing is, is I don't try to force it on anybody. Oh, of course not. Yeah. I had a young lady uh, here. Uh, this was about four or five years ago from the wonderful uh, country of Brazil. Mm-hmm. Came in to overcome a fear. Hmm. Wouldn't touch a firearm. Mm-hmm. She came into the shop probably three times before she ever decided to actually shoot. Brazil, you can't own firearms. Only the military and only the police can own firearms. But she was curious, and she wanted to know what was all involved. So we we laid everything out for her. We got her out shooting, and then first couple times she's like, "I'm not." Oh, oh, it's kind of fun. And we trained her on something a little twenty-two pistol. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then we showed her a twenty-two rifle. She's like. Oh no, I couldn't do that. I, I'm like, I told her exactly what it was going to be like. So then, she burned through a hundred rounds with the pistol. She's like, Yeah, I, 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 w- I want to try that. And literally, boom, boom, <gasps> big smile on the face. <laughs> oh, this is. And you know what? She came back five different times that summer. She actually, when her mother and father came and visited from Brazil, she brought them. Oh wow. Because she had so much fun. Okay. And this is a woman, uh, I, I talk about her often. She, God bless her. She was sweet as heck. She taught sailing to the blind. What? I don't know how you do that. She work at Johnsonville? No. Oh. I wish. <laughs> That's an off the clock right there. <laughs> like, yeah. How do you oh teach sailing the blind? Yeah. <laughs> but wow. I mean, so, uh, but the fact that she brought her parents there mm-hmm. 
says that we had a positive influence on her and that she took that information serious. And she, what was really cool was to see her teach her mom. Oh, wow. Now, she, no by means, but she, she just don't know you want to hold it like this. Uh-huh. I, that was really, really cool. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's little things like that that were, have been absolutely amazing. That's one of the reasons why I enjoy it. My job is not necessarily a job. It's, it's a passion. Sure. I, I really enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I teach quite often, um, I, and I work quite often at the range as well. Sure. So hmm. It's got to be very nice, though, to be able to sell somebody something and then to be able to practice right away almost and have them go to the range and show them how right away. Because to your point with some of those other stores, you're just – Package it up, walk them out the door, you know. Otherwise, now you can at least show them that and give them that, that sense of knowledge and that safety that, that you know, it comes with anything nowadays. You yeah. Know, driving a car, you have to be able to, you know, be able to practice, you know, prove that you can dr- drive it safely before they yeah. give you that kind of stuff. So similar concept, in my opinion. Yeah. And, I mean, like I said, during the pandemic, we sold a, a lot of firearms. Mm-hmm. And... I'd say probably 90% of the firearms that we sold, those people came and took classes because they were first-time gun owners. Yeah, sure. They're like, I don't know why I'm watching the news. I'm like, stop doing that. <laughs> um, they're like, I feel really unsafe. We all, we're all feeling that way right now. She's like, so I need this. I'm like, all right, well, if you're getting this, get this and this. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't get the car and not get insurance. Yeah. Yep. 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 Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know? You don't buy a car and then just be like, I oh, will see what happens yeah. to it. Or leave it in the garage and be like, only in an emergency. Yeah. Well, that yeah. doesn't help you. You know, yeah. like, yep. I got to race to the hospital. Well, I've never driven this before. <laughs> like, that doesn't make any yep. sense. You know, like, 100%. Huh. Yeah. yeah. 100%. So you know. we focused we focused on, on those aspects, and that's one of the reasons why we've been as popular as we are. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, a lot of people know me. Uh, I... I I've sold to a couple of people here. Mm. Uh, a couple of people here be like, hey, I know you. You're, yeah. yeah. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I wave. Yeah. There's a couple of people that I've only known because they've they've mm. been at the range. And all of a sudden they're like, you work here? Wait a minute. <laughs> really? So I was thinking, I'm like, I tell you what, I'll catch you. I'll catch you. I'll catch you on my break and yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll chop it up. Yeah. You know, so, uh, but it, it's 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 really cool to see the wide scope of of different people, and that's mm-hmm. that's the cool thing is is again I go back to it being a community. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of really really good people in this community that just really want to grow ownership and and training and and safety, and those are things that we kind of hit over the head on a, on a pretty regular basis. If you're gonna if you're gonna own it. Learn about it. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna learn about it. Let's, let's also teach the next person. Sure. Wow. And let's do it safely. It's a great motto to have, or whatever, as a as a shop like that. Like you know, yeah, it's absolutely. really cool that you you they've mm-hmm. t- you and 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 your coworkers have taken that on. Like as a, this is something we need to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. I well, and, and it comes to like I've seen again to to kind of bash some of the big box stores. We had a. Uh, I, I say a young lady. She was 78 years young. Okay. <laughs> Beautiful. She's very, feeling very unsafe. Wanted a firearm. Mm-hmm. Went to a local box store down the road, and they sold her a gun. Mm-hmm. In my eyes, they sold her the wrong gun because she couldn't even pull the slide back. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I was looking for this gun, but they said they didn't have it, so they sold me this one instead. Hmm. So now you have a firearm that you can't <laughs> utilize. I want a Toyota, but they sold me a Hummer. <laughs> like, I, yeah, how am I gonna get in that? Thing? You know, like, like. Well, and that was and that was the thing. So <laughs> they sold her the gun just for they wanted the sale. Yeah, right. They right, want, right. Yeah. Take her name, find her. Wait, that gun's gonna come back in the circulation in a week or mm-hmm. two. Right. Then call her up. Then get her. Yeah. They just wanted or, the sale. Oh, hey, go to mm-hmm. the other. Go to the other store. I know they have it. For, you know, like even if it doesn't help you. At least she's getting the right thing. Or can we order it from another store yeah. or transfer it from another? Yeah, no. They just wanted the sale. And that irritated me so much. She came to us because she's like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, we'd take a used gun, but 
sales wise or whatnot, you know, I got to take it and you're getting 50% of yeah. what you made and right or what you paid. And now I'm going to hit you at the knees that way. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, it's too bad. You know, so I, my heart broke for her because yeah. all she wanted to do was feel safe. Yeah. Even if she was never going to use it, we ended up getting her in one of our classes. And when she came to our class, we let her use the gun <laughs> that she should have gotten. Uh, okay, oh, so. sure. And she's like, yeah, this is way easier. Yeah, yeah. Why didn't they sell me this? Uh, I've got uh, some ideas. But, yeah. Yeah, you know, I, the one thing I try to do is, A, I try not to trash my competition. I, I know our competition trashes us, and that's just not us. Mm. That's not who we are or what we're about. Um, there's enough, enough business, mm-hmm. so to speak. Sure. There's enough of us out there that if you don't like us, you'll like them. If you don't like them, you'll like us kind of thing. At the end of the day, I tell everybody honest. I'm brutally honest with some people. I've had, I've had some people, uh, say some things where I'm like, no, 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 you're wrong. You're, you're, you're 100% wrong. And let me tell you why. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, uh, Oh, I I carry this gun in my pocket. Oh my gosh! No, please God, please don't, no, no, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Oh, but don't worry. I I I don't carry it with a round in the chamber. Oh my God! All right, let's explain a few things to you. And 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 it. I I, I was I was probably a little bit more blunt with that gentleman than I should have. The owner's like, you're a little hard on him. Like, no, I was exactly the way I needed to be. Somebody needed to tell him what was up. And you know what? I, I ran into that guy a month later, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're you were right. Uh, yeah, that, was, that was pretty stupid of me." Yeah, exactly. You know, so get a holster. You know, yeah. be smart about things. Do it the right way. Right, yeah. right, right. So, oh. yeah. wow. Well, how would you say someone um, should? I don't know. Get get started if they're interested in. Um, well, there's there's two aspects. One is they just want to join the community, as you said. Um, and then the other one is, let's say someone wants to actually be an instructor. Um, I know it's probably two very large things to explain, but how, w- how would you get started? Um, if I'm looking to just get into the community uh, ownership, um, ask yourself what you're going to use that for. Mm-hmm. When people come to me, I ask, them, I ask them 15, 20 questions. You know, most people will, will blurt out the one brand that everybody knows. Like, oh, I want to get at this. And I'll go, why? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, my buddy's a cop. He told me I should get it. Yeah, sure. don't listen to him. All right. Because <laughs> most of those guys, they only get one brand, and they're, they're, they're just nerds about it. Okay. There's many great brands. Mm-hmm. Do some research, but talk to some people. I will ask you, what are you going to use it for? Or is it going to be for personal protection in the home? You're going to come to the range and shoot quite a bit. You're thinking maybe competing, doing some competition. Mm-hmm. That changes it, you know, lengthwise, weight-wise, different things like yeah. that. I ask a lot of questions because I'm trying to have that search engine in my head find the, the top three results for you. Mm-hmm. And if I can't, if I don't have it, I'm going to try to get it for you. Sure. Um, as far as becoming an instructor or learning uh, or competing, different things like that, there's a lot of really good places around here that will will hold. Um, there's some organizations out there uh, countrywide that will, will will do it. You know, the NRA has been around for a very long, long, long time. Mm-hmm. I I the courses I took from them were good. Um, but if I'm being completely honest, uh, not necessarily practical. More target-wise, less defensive-wise. And the way I was leaning and the way a lot of my customers were looking for, they were looking for more practical, everyday type of things. Mm-hmm. Not stand on a bench and hold, the ra- you yeah, know, yeah. more practical applications. Um, there's the... Uh, the USCCA, which I'm uh, a USCCA instructor. Okay. Um, they have a ton of information. And once you become a member, um, if you choose to want to become an instructor, you can do through, you can do so through them. Okay. Um, it just takes a few conversations with a few of the people there. Um, I, I have family that works there. I have friends that work there. I'm, I've been tempted to work there as well, but <laughs> but uh, uh, it's a drive to West Bend. I 
I have a 10 minute drive to, to, yeah, to here and yeah. I'll be honest with you I love the 10 minute drive yeah, way yeah. more so um, but those those are some things that people can go through um, uh, just learning about it um, I'd say get out and shoot that's that's the main thing is mm. is get out and learn yeah um, learning is something that you should be doing throughout life and that's one thing we were meant to do was continuously learn whether it's your job, whether it's read books, whether it's learning how to cook, different things like that, always keep learning. Hmm. Um, so I try to do that with, with, with my instructing. I'm, it's not just this instructor information like that. I, I learned under, under a former Navy SEAL, and he taught me a lot. But I've also gathered a lot from this guy, from this guy, from this guy, from this guy. And... The cool thing was, was I had a chance to go to Las Vegas to go to SHOT Show. I've been to SHOT Show three times now. Okay. And that is, uh, that's an experience to say the least. I've heard. But I've, I've run into those people and they are the nicest people Hmm. you'll ever meet in your life. I met Hickok 45. He's probably one of the famous YouTubers that most Mm -hmm. people know. Guy stands like almost seven feet and just the nicest guy in the world. Hey, I know you. Hey, how's it going, buddy? How are you? How are you doing? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll post for a photo with my pal. <laughs> my pal, I just met you ten seconds ago. But yeah. hey, we're pals. <laughs> I'm a cox pal. Yeah. You know, it's it's different things like that. So, uh, I met. Uh, I actually met the Undertaker oh, at really? Chat Show. Whoa! That's awesome. And I was That's like, cool. I was like. I, I was at a booth, and somebody was like, the Undertaker's right over there. You see that guy? He's the Undertaker. I'm like, no way. Oh, my gosh. Wow, he's huge. <laughs> oh, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to ask him for yeah. that. And then I yeah. see him in another booth. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'd be silly if I don't ask you. Can I, can I get a photo? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. So I have a photo of me standing next to the Undertaker. <laughs> like, his fist is as big as my head. I'm like, my yeah. gosh. <laughs> yeah. But the nicest guy you will meet. Sure. sure. Yeah. And, and, and most of those guys are and that's what I, I that's why i really enjoy what i do like i said that it's 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 a passion being able to help people mm-hmm. it's it's unbelievably enjoyable to see somebody absolutely frustrated and then you see the switch go on like oh that's what i was finished that yeah yeah <laughs> yeah just to see someone frustrated would be a little <laughs> odd. <laughs> <You're> like, but <laughs> <laughs> good luck, buddy. I gotta go. Shift's over. You know what? Yeah, good luck with that. No, but but to see them see the switch get flipped and yeah. like they realize now. All right, I had I had one lady took my class, came to me. She's like, all right, I don't know what I'm doing. My bifocals, I can't see the sights. I need another private lesson. And I literally, she's like, this is how I have to stand in order to see it because of my bifocals or whatnot. I literally put my finger in her back and I push her forward. She's like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> this is how I was supposed to be standing. Doggone it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and it's like I said, being a perishable skill, you see that. You have a lot of people who are like, oh, I need to scrape the rust off a little bit. Yeah. Let's hop into that class again. So people have actually taken our ritual class several times oh okay okay um i've had customers that uh i had a customer that followed me over from uh from from gander um his daughter had a not so awesome experience with hunter safety instructor and the guy was just a you know bad instructor yeah it was a fud so so i i i hate hate being that but he he was he was he was a fud so uh you know a lot of those guys were like i had another 30 kids to deal with and most of them are great. I, I don't mean to, no, this absolutely. gentleman. I don't know who he is. I don't know where she got her class. For whatever reason, rubbed her wrong, and just she just was turned off and not, wanted nothing to do with, with firearms. Mm-hmm. And that bummed him out because him and his wife liked going and shooting. Yeah. And he wanted to share it with his daughter. So somehow he talked her into coming to the range, and he made it a family thing. Mom, dad brother sister-in-law or sister brother-in-law one one of those and her and i could see she wasn't engaging but i made you know i cracked a few of the dad jokes that everybody loves so much you know um my you you gotta get get them with the dad jokes (laughs) um i'm 
somewhat high energy in my classes and she responded well to that she went out she shot very well she enjoyed it she's like yeah i think i'll come again and it was that getting her over that obstacle of having that one bad experience and there's a lot of those people that have had that one bad experience that won't go back Mm -hmm. but they need that one good experience to really go all right this is one thing i'm going to do and a lot of those people, a lot of the people over the past six years have had that one good experience in our class. Mm-hmm. And that's what wow. we enjoy. Yeah. Hmm. And those classes, are you guys do them pretty often then? Or is yeah. it set, scheduled like uh, every Saturday or anything like that? So, or so our classes are um, Saturdays and Tuesdays. Okay. Uh, I teach the Saturday morning classes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're from 8 a.m. Until, until 10. Oh, okay. So, okay. Um, and yeah, we we hold them probably once or twice a month, okay. um, depending. Um, so I haven't taught our concealed carry at at our range. We mm-hmm. have another really great instructor that I didn't never wanted oh, to step sorry. on his toes. He's a f- law enforcement. He's a police captain actually, okay. and I, I've never really wanted to 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 step on him. He's an amazing instructor, and I I let him do that. Yeah, I. Yeah. I I've uh, even though I'm certified, I've I've thought about t- teaching some of those classes, like maybe in my church basement, if I talk to them or, or something sure, along sure. that line. Another so, group, yeah, yeah. So I have I have different places to be able to teach that. But, sure. Um, but yeah, I, I hold those classes pretty pretty often, and uh, I'm constantly building curriculum to to try to teach. So I'm mm-hmm. uh, long rifle, different things like that. So I'm uh, uh, roller coaster of a ride here from. Uh uh, law enforcement to yeah, to right. uh, armored cars, which I still think there's stories that yeah. we need to talk about afterward. Um, and so, ladies and gentlemen, you will not hear those probably. <laughs> Maybe for the outtake. Um, but uh, yeah, quite the journey. Very cool. Uh, I'm definitely glad we've had this conversation. Yeah, uh, I've learned a lot, which is you know the whole point of it. I'm I'm extremely happy that you were able to come on and and you know just at least pour out your passion and not mm-hmm. only that, but just the uh, well folks out there johnsonville safety is number one goes um safety quality and then operations or production and so to hear that you are just pounding safety into these folks brains is exactly what is needed uh to respect the sport that is uh you know the use of a firearm so um wow i i really appreciate it yeah and i'm sure uh once people hear this they're probably going to be clamoring to get to get a hold of you so uh yeah. if you're out there and also autographs you want you want to so <laughs> want pictures get with you Doug, yeah yeah because you are a nice guy now you you're going to be the one at the conventions <laughs> uh having to take photos with everybody <laughs> i met Doug. he's such a nice guy he's doing a thought gray beard nice guy <laughs> so with that being said if you have any comments questions would like to hang out chop it up as doug said uh get a hold of him um He's over here at Countryside Third Shift, but he's always available through yeah. email or whatnot. Yeah, good old so, email, yeah. Yeah, right. yeah awesome. but um, Doug, if uh, if there's nothing else, if you wouldn't mind uh, closing us out for today. Absolutely. I, I want to appreciate uh, I appreciate you guys having me here. Uh, I thank you for inviting me. I, I know we, we've had this talk for a little while, and uh, so, but uh, to close us out, I'm Douglas Grunwald. And you've been listening to another episode of Off the Clock, a podcast made the Johnsonville way.